when you hear a beat like this, then damn it, you know it's Tuesday. Let's go. You better represent. Welcome back, everybody. This is She and I. I am the host with the mother and most, B-Love. And I always have my very special tipsy <laughs> host with me. India Marie. India Marie. <laughs> And be loved, and we are back <laughs> on a Tuesday. And this is She and I, the best thing to happen on a Tuesday. Well, damn it, since Monday, just like that. And a lot of you guys were probably listening to the intro song, singing along, talking about your love is the sh. But let's keep it real. Everybody love ain't the shh. We'll talk about that later. Some people got shitty. It ain't love then. You know what I mean. <laughs> India is sitting in the room right now scratching her breast. What? You're holding your boobs. And I don't. It's no, confusing. No, I'm not. My arms are. T my hands are tucked under because my hands are cold. Like, you know how y'all men stick their hands in their pants? Only in the wintertime. Only in the wintertime. Um, same concept. Let's do what you did to me a minute ago. That's a disgusting look. <laughs> so we are back <laughs> on the pod and we are happy to be here. Uh, and thank you guys for listening. Also, before I get started, if you have not gotten your tickets to the live show, well, too late. It's kind of too late. But. <laughs> The live show is sold out. It is June 8th. I will keep saying it, and I will keep telling you guys thank you for selling out our second live show. We do this for you, and we always want to let gratitude be our attitude. Believe that. So, without further ado, we're going to jump right into what I always do, and I'm going to ask India. While she takes pictures <laughs> of us recording, how was your week? It was fine. It was busy. I'm still worn out. Is from that last why week. you drank a whole glass of wine so fast? Yeah. Uh, I'm nervous about how the podcast is going to go. I was hanging out with Blake today, and that man didn't take a, a nap at all. Well, he took a 20 minute nap in the car, and that's it. You know what I was doing today? Like a one year old. In a 20-minute nap. Yeah, it's no fun. It don't mix. That's no fun. That's no fun. <laughs> but I'm worn out. But uh, last week was busy. This weekend was busy. We went to a wedding. And a retreat wedding. And it was gorgeous. Um, Simhar and Daniel got married. A little known fact about Simhar and Daniel that I always like to tell people. They gave us the name 
She and I podcast. It was all them. They did. It was all. It was all them. Well, Simhart mostly because um, <laughs> like she was literally just like, "What about she and I?" <laughs> yes, she said. Oh, I thought that was the name. You <laughs> said it. Like, what about it? You should do it. And I'm like, hmm, all right, cool. This is the name of the podcast. She and I. <laughs> so shout out to them. Thank you guys for having us at the wedding. It was beautiful and it gave me a fantastic story to tell on the podcast um, later on. So make sure you tune into that. But in the meantime, in between time, India and I, we also discovered this weekend just how expensive babysitters are. Oh, good Lord. We already knew that babysitters were expensive because, you know, we go out, but when you go out back to back, when you have to go out on a Friday and you have to turn right back around and go out on a Saturday, you realize you just had a, in babysitter costs only. We spent $200 on babysitting this you weekend. You just had a damn near $200 <laughs> babysitting bill. That's Between a deal. Between Friday and Saturday night, we spent $200 on babysitting. 200 pesos. Not pesos, but bucks, USD. And while we had an amazing night Friday, we had an amazing night at the amazing wedding. My pockets are suffering an amazing death right now. So if anybody wants to donate to she and I, you can, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. <laughs> but seriously, though, if you guys want to donate to Babysitting Blake, donate your time. Send me all no. inquiries to she and I podcast no. at gmail.com. If you do that, you need to send a background check because we ain't finna have this on anybody watching Blake. It's, it is what it is. Listen, I am accepting and sometimes even all your babysitting check don't show how inquiries. Crazy you are. This is true. Because listen, I thought I did a thorough Carfax check on you. Hmm. Come to find out. It wasn't thorough enough because you are you get crazier and crazier as time progresses. You ain't seen crazy. See what I mean? I haven't. I know when you get older, it's going to get worse. But anyway, without further ado, let's do what we came here to do. During the week, we got deep. Chill. Let's talk on the podcast. Yes, sir. We have a lot to talk about this week. Listen, I am so excited to get to B-Love's relationship. I almost wanted to make that come first. No. But I didn't. But in the meantime and in between time, we are going to start on a more serious topic. And we're going to tie everything back in to India now. So... The topic came up this weekend that a few states, mainly the uh, one Alabama, passed the abortion bill. And I want to kind of talk about that and how a group of men are telling women what to do with their bodies. India, do you have anything that you would like to add to that? Because you well, seem like more of an expert being a woman. Well, I mean, it's just it's just quite disappointing, upsetting, I mean, disgusting. It's Alabama, well, it's not just Alabama, though, you know, um, I mean, granted, they have, I guess, the worst of the other states, but um, I just feel like as a man, you can't speak to anything about a woman. Like there is nothing that a man can possibly think that makes him feel like he knows about a woman's body like that. Like it could never 
happen. Only a woman would know what it feels like to be in a woman's body. And, this is um, true. This is true. I agree with that. The people who voted, you know, to pass that law, um, all men, one woman. That's nasty And that woman. one That's woman. That's a nasty woman. Is 75. Oh, shit. So, or I think, I mean, I know she, she's so in her, she's in her seventies. Um, and you know, I hate to say it like this, but her reproductive system just <laughs> isn't what it Listen. used to be. So again, even though you have this one woman, everyone who voted to pass this law can't have children right now, you know? And so I think that's what sucks about it. Um, and then to not even make an exception for rape and and that's incest. that's crazy. It's just sick. You it's, know what? It's mind up? blowing. And the fact that they were able to get that passed, but we still can't do shit about these gun laws. Like there are so many other bills and laws that should have been passed before this one. This one shouldn't have been passed at all. Mm-hmm. But there are just bigger issues than this one, and it's all personal agenda. It is only passed because it does not affect them. Right. Now, if it if it directly there affected you go. them, there you go. It would not have been passed. It sure would not. And that's just that's that's facts. I feel like that until issues come to your front door, you have an opinion about it. And your opinion is probably one of the unpopular opinions. Um and I also feel like because it's Alabama, now I'm not here to shit on Alabama. I got a couple of homeboys that went to school in Alabama. But I am here to say incest in Alabama is probably, you know, a regular occurrence. So they probably feel like, hey, you're not going to kill. Well, you're not going to abort a fetus just because of incest. You having sex with your uncle or cousin, you know, that's on you. But I don't understand the rape issue. I don't understand (laughs) it. <laughs> Don't worry about what just happened. We got I had ghosts. a real function, and I almost jumped out of the <laughs> room right then. I don't know what just happened then. That I know what weird. happened, but I almost ran out of the room anyway. Let's get back to it. <laughs> but um, that was wild. Sorry about that, you guys. I deleted it so y'all won't hear what just happened. But um. Yeah, so what was what was I going on? Talking with about it? how these people don't these people don't pay attention to things until it comes to their front door. No, that's what I was gonna say. What I think is more mind blowing is the the women who who support the decision also. You know, not just the people who voted to pass the law. You know, there are women who truly support what the law is. This is true. You know what I'm saying? And this is true. It's like, who raised you? <laughs> oh, TK. <laughs> yeah. Who raised you? <laughs> um, and I mean, it, it's not a funny matter, but it's just the it's times a sad matter. that we are living in, the things that we are seeing on a daily basis is are things that I would have never thought that I would see in my lifetime. I don't know? understand like why 
Jay-Z had a line in the song. I mentioned Jay-Z every pod now, but he said, what you eat don't make me shit. So I just why I don't understand why these people are these men, these women. Why do you feel so passionate about a decision that has absolutely nothing to do with you, but everything to do with somebody else? We don't know why a person has an abortion. It may be because of a choice that they made, but whatever the choice that 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 is, it's completely up to them. You nobody know, should like... shame a person, and also nobody should look down upon a person because they chose to do something with their bodies that they wanted to do. Everyone deserves the choice. That's what I'm saying. That's that's the thing. Everyone deserves a choice. Yes, I had like. I have a son. I cannot picture my life without my son right no, now. Indeed. I love him. But that was my choice. Yes, indeed. It's kind of my choice. Hmm, shot that club up. <laughs> my bad. Continue. That was my choice. I was able to have that choice. It was not stripped away from me. Right. Right. And what that law is doing is stripping away the choice. Mm-hmm. And that's not right. It's not right at all. And and, and the thing is, it's not it's none it's none of our business. <laughs> Nobody's like, business. It, it's none of our business. Kind of so that, goes. That's back, just the fact of the matter. Like whatever the, um, you want to happen with your vagina and your children is your decision. Right on. I agree hundred percent. So I was saying it kind of goes back to the episode we had earlier on about the LGBTQ community, like it's nobody, nobody's business who you decide to love. It's nobody, nobody's business what you decide to do with your body if you are not putting anybody else in harm's way. So whatever you feel like you would like to do with your body, and like you said, with your vagina, please go ahead, feel free to do it. Um, it's not affecting me. I am a hundred percent pro-choice. And um, so. Also- you know, for them to say, you know, you can't get an abortion, you know, basically, like, as soon as you're able to hear the heartbeat. So, if you're considering <laughs> this fetus a full-on child at that point, should you be able to go ahead and collect child support from the ancient dad who isn't going to be there? with you throughout your pregnancy and when you have this baby or <clears throat> can you go ahead and get insurance on this baby? Can you go ahead and get life insurance on this baby in, in case you the baby doesn't make it? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, go ahead and lay all the shit out if that's the case. I mean, that's true. And a lot of these people, um, a lot of these, whether well, the senators or whoever passed the damn bill in Alabama, um, a lot of these people probably hunt. These are the same people who hunt, right? So you mean to tell me an animal life? You know, you 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 you're cool and you're cool with taking the life of an animal. Well, and they don't care. Peter, that's not that's not their agenda. You know right. what I'm saying? These these are old white men, and you know, old white people already think that white people are fading off the earth. <laughs> You know, you know, they already say that, you know, by a certain year, most of us will be, you know, mixed of, you know, of some race. 
and they feel like, you know, they don't want to become the minority. Mm. They want to continue to populate. So it's like, I'm going to punish you and make you keep these babies so that we don't lose any more white people that we can. <laughs> I just feel like that kind of you touched on it a minute ago. If these senators have a lot of things that they need to be concerned about in Alabama um, and what a woman does with her body, I don't feel like is one at all. I'm looking at some stats right here that I pulled up. So it's ranking scorecard by state and it comes from the U.S. News. Healthcare, Alabama ranks 46th. Education, Alabama ranks 50th. Economy, Alabama ranks 45. Opportunity, Alabama ranks 45. Crime and Corrections, Alabama ranks 45. So I just read a few things off their list. So how about you focus that energy into things like that? Things that um can affect people directly versus things that can affect, that, that don't have anything to do with anybody else except the because person who chooses Because that's not on the their agenda. They don't mind being dumb as hell. They don't. Because they don't think they're dumb. They don't. <laughs> so education is not a priority to people in Alabama. And probably one of the biggest problems in Alabama and probably one of the biggest problems everywhere is what about that old police brutality? Yeah. The killing of unarmed black people. That's what I'm saying. Like they, they are passing bills that they feel can, you know, that they can directly control their people. <laughs> so with just to put a bow on this topic. It's a woman's choice what she decides to do with her body. And hey, we support you guys out there. I'm not gonna give you money for the abortion, but just know I'm praying for you. And I support. You gotta turn everything to a joke. I just want the people to know that I support them. I'm their guy. If they need anything else to talk to somebody after it happens, because I know it can be a traumatic situation. I'm just saying, come talk to me. I'm your guy. I'm beloved. Now, moving right along. So, India and I, we also want to talk about switch gears completely. This is going to feel fun, neat, switching gears like this. The topic that was huge that India and I were, we, we were going to talk about it, but I told India, hold up, wait until we get on the pod. Washing your legs. Now, sometimes... <laughs> India takes fast showers. So when this topic came up, I'm like, damn, does India wash her legs? I thought about this, India. Because you are in and out of the shower sometimes. I know you're a smaller lady, but you still have to lift up your boobs because I just saw you scratching your breast a My minute ago. My boobs aren't big enough to lift up. Well, I'm just saying. Do you wash your legs? I do wash my legs. Actually, I when I'm in the shower, sometimes I lose my balance. So I, I understand the slippery argument, especially if you're a woman. Uh, I don't want to hear especially that. Especially if you're a woman and you wash your hair in the shower. Like, I wash my hair in the shower. So that conditioner, like, if you've ever seen me take the shower head off and I'm, like, spraying the water everywhere, I'm trying to rinse out the conditioner at the bottom of the... Uh, shower because right. it is very slippery mess around and, and slip have, and fall yeah i have slipped in the shower before because of the conditioner in the bottom of it mm. but i still wash my leg like 
I lift my leg up, wash it all the way down to the ankle, and then I go and wash the bottom of my feet because I walk around barefoot a lot. So, like I said, I feel like I get both <laughs> sides because what? I do. Because you are too so, old not to wash your legs, but continue. Well, no, I wash my legs. But you said I'm you get I, both sides. It's, it's nothing do. but one side. No, I do. it's not a both sides. So, so I don't. For people who like don't wash their feet, what your feet are standing in a puddle of soap water, oh right? Oh my god, what are we and doing? So here? if you're like if you haven't had a lot of feet activity in the day, you know. They might be okay not to lift their foot up and wash the bottom of it. But if I'm walking around barefoot all day, you know, feet be black at the bottom. I don't know. So That's disgusting, You don't ever lift up the bottom of your feet and look. What do if I have look, on my feet right now? If you don't now? look at the bottom of your feet, at least when you're in the shower, that means you ain't washing the bottom of your feet, baby. I don't look at the bottom of my feet, but I sure wash the bottom of my feet. How you wash the bottom of your feet? Without looking at them. I do like this. I take the towel and I rub them and I put them back down. I don't have to look at the bottom of my feet to You're wash them. You're not barely rubbing them. you just like it sounds wiping like, the towel across your feet. It sounds like to me. Then you might as well not do it. It sounds like to me that you are not washing your feet or legs anyway. I knew I you were. I feet. Because you take like three minute showers. And now, there's no way you hop in and hop out this now, fast. You you are like a slow human. Like you do everything slow. You move like last and it drives me insane. I do take fast showers depending on like if sometimes if I'm not just trying to take like a relaxing shower, like and I don't get the opportunity often anyway to take a long relaxing shower. Because of Blake. Well, you're like, so used to not washing your Blake legs. Blake ain't trying to come up behind you 24-7. He's coming up behind me 24-7. Blame Blake. So, yes, I do take very quick showers. You but sure my entire body is being washed in that shower. Now, imagine, if you will, I'm going to let people in in our household. We have white sheets on our bed. And you know what? No, we don't have white sheets. We have tan sheets. Let because get you, you won't sleep in a shirt. I do now. I started. You sweat and you've turned the sheets off white. I do sweat when I sleep, but that's something, it's a medical condition that's called. It's not a medical condition. Yes, it is. It's called sweatnomia. <laughs> Look it up. It's a real thing. Sweatnomia. I have that. Like you sleep. Don't worry about it. You'll get it later on. But anyway. Imagine, if you will, if you come to bed with dirty legs on a regular basis, after a while, it's going to look like a dirty crime scene in our bed. It's going to be two long, chalk, dirt outline of legs. And I don't like that sound or feeling in the bed. We're going to have bed bugs and lice in our bed. Wait, you said imagine of what? If you came to bed with dirty legs and we have white sheets on our bed, which we do, Bear, you went to bed with dirty legs last night. Well, I was tired. And then last you got night. mad at me because I asked you about it. I was tired before last you went night. to sleep. I was hurting. You got a whole attitude with me. Cause you, I don't like you. You have been out nasty <laughs> all day, and then you go and hop your nasty ass in the bed. And I said, "You going to bed? You first of all, I was really shocked." Like, I was appalled that you didn't get in the shower. But when you got in the shower in the bed with your shirt on, I was like, oh, I married a nasty nigga. 
First of all, you complain. <laughs> you complain when I don't have a shirt on to go to sleep. Barry, then when the I do have a shirt on to go to sleep. That you have been outside pulling weeds in. I don't give a damn how tired you when are. I was doing a little yard work, but I was First tired. Of all, you didn't do that much, but you were outside <laughs> in the yard. Hey, this go. Hey, you didn't you do feel that much, me. Barry. Barry, the weeds look, are still in the flower bed. You just dug up two plants. Go look at the weeds right now. I had rake a minute ago. I raked up the leaves okay. and the weeds. Anyway, Fact we're not talking about that. Is, you just made an example of yourself. No, I didn't. You were around the applause for that. You <laughs> wrong, baby. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with me tonight. But you sure was nasty last night. I, and I just couldn't not. even believe that you got an attitude with me. Like, because I was tired. I don't like anybody interrupting my sleep. Okay, but I don't want to sleep with no nasty man either. But at least I know, at least you know that I wash my legs on a regular basis. It doesn't basis, matter if you. you getting your stank ass in the bed. But you get your dirty legs in the bed on no, regular bear, basis. No, man, not after being in no yard. Dirty legs, dirty legs. Not yeah, after that's being you. in no yard. I really just feel like men are nasty. Like, I, I feel <laughs> like y'all are nasty creatures because, like, my brother used to do stuff like that growing up. And I was just like, you are nasty. But how, though? Because the Bear, thing no, about no, no, it no. is, not, we're going to take... How. And then what's crazy is you wouldn't have never done that had we just been dating. Like, back in our dating life, you would have never done that. So that just means... That, when they say you get comfortable when you get married, you get comfortable. Let me break something down to you real fast. What is that a breakdown besides you being nasty? I wouldn't have never been pulling weeds if we were dating either. Hmm. If it was your house, you would have. I wouldn't be staying in a house like this. I would be in a condo downtown because it's all about location. Shout out to Drake. Bear, either way it goes. You Nobody should it. be pulling weeds outside and going to bed. I, I washed off. In the off. shirt. I washed my, my bottom. You didn't wash nothing. I did. Don't try to smooth it over and make it seem like you are like. First of all. Okay. My body is a self-cleaning. I'm like a cat. My body cleans itself. I smell good all the time. Anyway, when you what I'm trying room, to say, I feel I, like people who don't wash their legs, they are the same people who also wash their face and their ass with the exact same towel. I feel like this. And I also feel like... Just group they, yourself in that category. Huh? Just group yourself in that category. I 100% don't do that. I don't think you do that, but I'm saying you did try to go to bed last night. Oh, after no. You, in a weed I also shirt. feel like in, people, on the white sheets people who don't wash their legs are also the same people that when you go to use their restroom they have that old black mildew ring around the toilet that's nasty if you have a crop I went circle to, uh, and that you know I feel like I'm college to, I'm about I, to talk about that I too feel go like ahead when you in college I feel like that really shows like how much your parents did for you yes, growing up because I went to a lot of people's ha houses or apartments who had black rings around their toilet and I just thought it was so nasty especially like my guy friends all of them had black rings around their toilets I saw girls with it most often than guys to be honest well you know what I take that back it was probably 50-50 one guy, he had it so bad, it was like a, a person was growing out of his damn toilet, like a fungus man or something. And I was just like, how do you sit your behind That's what I think about, seat. too. If you sit your raw ass on the toilet seat that has fungus growing out, 
I feel like you got a asshole nomia. This is gonna sound really gross. So I got a story to tell. I too. have a homeboy that I was really close with in college. I bet and you won't our, say his name. Our, um, Don't do that. Our birthdays are very close. So <laughs> we went. Or we, I, we, I think it was a bunch of us. We went to his apartment with all his friends, and we just drank. And so we were taking shots for our birthday, and I got super drunk, and I got really sick. And mm. so I went to his restroom to throw up. Bust down, Tatiana. His toilet was so nasty <laughs> that I feel like it just made the vomit worse. Oh. And so, like, I was... It's just like... <laughs> You can't have your head in a toilet throwing up and it's black stuff around the entire toilet. No, I'm throwing up in the shower. That <laughs> was, I'm going was right like... to somebody's shower and I'm throwing up in their shower. And then I'm going to tell them, clean your toilet and <laughs> like, your shower. Like, I remember, like, in between throw-ups, like, going back to him and, like, cussing him out because his toilet was so nasty. <laughs> That's disgusting, India. But those are the same people who don't wash their legs. I'll be honest <laughs> with you. I'll tell you another quick story real fast. I was a, I wasn't about to. I was at this girl's house and we were about to get it on. You know what I mean? You read between the lines. But before we got it on, I said, can I use your facility real fast? I walked in her restroom and the mirror was dirty with toothpaste I pee and the toilet had the black scum all around it. And I just felt like that wasn't the right thing for me to do at that point. And I told him my stomach was hurting and I left. <laughs> you left because of that toilet. It was disgusting. <laughs> if a toilet looked like that, imagine. <laughs> she sits on that raw toilet bowl. <laughs> so I was not about to partake in some sex with somebody who sits their ass on that raw toilet bowl. <laughs> And then she set her ass on me. Mm -mm, mm -mm. Now, had that toilet been clean, it would have been another story. But fortunately, well, unfortunately for her, toilet wasn't clean and she didn't get none of this pain. It's <laughs> new motto. I'm going to put that on the shirt. <laughs> if your toilet not clean, you get no pain. Believe that. Crawl so. Up. Um, I will be honest with you guys. I do find it hard to wash my back. I don't know how to wash my back that well. And I'll be honest, I need some tips and supporters on so that. So basically, you just you do the same thing with the legs. You wash the top of your shoulders no. and let the soap. <laughs> what I do? I'll you tell you what I do. Let the soap roll down your back. Nope. I'll tell you what I do. I get the towel, right? And I hold it long ways. And I smack my back with it. Smack. <laughs> smack. <laughs> That's what I do. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I feel like this is clean that way. Yeah. That's what takes me so long to take How? a shower. If you hold the towel You're not getting your entire way, back doing that. I'm looking, yes, you are, because you get the back. You can reach the back, right? You can reach the back, but you can only reach the mid part of your back. So from here, you would get the towel, and you would just kind of smack yourself on the back. <laughs> if I ever saw you doing that... First of all, I would think that's something was really wrong with you. <laughs> because I'm washing my back thoroughly by smacking the towel. I'm really smacking the dirt off my back with the towel. <laughs> so I feel like if people who don't adequately wash their legs, 
probably use the same towel to wash their face and their ass. And that person also has Ooh, a dirty towel. toilet bowl. I believe that. That's what I believe. People probably don't wash behind their ears either. I believe all of them. I believe all the this type of person is in the same group. They're in the same category. They are in the same fraternity. Dirt fire dirt. That's where dirt, you belong. Dirt. <laughs> Moving on to the next topic in India. I'm going to kick it to you for this topic because you brought it to my attention about our neighborhood. So Indy and I, we live in a neighborhood that has a Facebook page. I I don't know. I'm I didn't India sent me the invitation to join and I kind of refuse to join the neighborhood Facebook page. But I will go look at it from time to time. I but, do they be you know it's it's informative about the stuff oh, that's going on in your neighborhood. India is like a little old lady. She is like the neighborhood watch of Facebook. India is always on the neighborhood Facebook page. And so tell what is the people wrong with that? give the people a rundown of what happened in our neighborhood, which is hilarious to me. And I'm going to tell you why. Hold on. <laughs> Let me tell y'all okay, something. Okay, so it says, um, this lady wrote in the group, to the piece of shit asshole speeding down Ooh. our street this afternoon and hit my dog and kept going. I saw what you were driving and when my husband finds you, you're going to wish you lived in another neighborhood. Stop right there. I want you guys to remember that line. When my husband finds you, you're going to wish you lived in another neighborhood. Keep going. That was it. Oh, I thought I said something about a black Nissan. And... Those are in the comments. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, those are in the comments. So that brought a topic up to me when I was talking to Indy. I was laughing so hard that somebody had said that. But the lady said that when her husband f finds the person, that he's going to kick his ass, basically. Listen. What if her husband can't fight? She basically just put her husband's life at risk. If that guy felt comfortable enough, our girl felt comfortable enough to run over their dog, shit, they may feel comfortable enough to run over her husband. <laughs> we don't know. But what she just did <laughs> was set her husband up for possible failure. What if her husband doesn't want to fight this guy? What if her husband is a lover and not a fighter? What if her husband only beats her up, but he can't beat a what? man up? Like, she might be the type of lady that's so used to domestic violence at her house that when it came to fighting a man, her husband really can't fight men. He's good at fighting women. You be speaking some crazy assumptions. No, I'm just keeping it real. You know, listen. Some people are like that, right? Some women, I hate to kind of stereotype right now, but I'm about to. Some women sit in a abusive relationship and their husband or their boyfriend or whomever beats them up. But then when they go out and they get bullied, then the boyfriend gets beat up. You know what I mean? Yeah. It happens all the time because you're so used to beating up on girls. When you face a real man, you get your ass popped, homie. I think what was fun, what was funny about it is that even if they find the guy who lives on the street who was speeding, now people do in speed a black down. Nissan. People do speed down our street, and they shouldn't because there are a lot of kids in our neighborhood who play outside. Um, but even if they were to find this guy and approach them, and you know, her husband does this threat. You know, whatever it is, beats him up, whatever the case is. Whatever. 
they would still be wrong because mm-hmm. I'm sure the guy would press charges. I would. And at the end of the day, the guy who hit the dog wouldn't get in trouble because it's a rule. You have you have to have your dog on a leash if it's in the middle of the street. That's true. So, yes, it was messed up that the guy was speeding, hit the dog, and kept going. Right on. But law states that they would he wouldn't get in trouble for hitting the dog because the dog wasn't on a leash. And I didn't so, think about it like that. She said that the dog just like ran out into the street. But either way, you're supposed to have control of your dog. So messed up situation, but you gonna get your husband in trouble. Or beat up. Or beat up. Let's think about it like or this. Or whatever. And nothing will happen to this guy. Nothing because- at all. <laughs> He is going to get away scot free yeah, and maybe it is what it is. and maybe even beat up your husband. Because think about this. Now, if you if your husband decides to fight and he gets beat up, you know what's gonna happen? Now she's gonna be upset with him. And she's gonna come and then she's gonna ask him something dumb like, Why didn't you try to fight harder? Why didn't you block some of the punches? At this point, He's feeling so damn pissed and defeated, he can't do anything. But all of a sudden, he turns around and looks her dead in her eye and says, why didn't you keep your damn dog on a leash? (laughs) And now they got a divorce because he's mad at her. He just got beat up. He was like a punk and the guy got free. Well, so going to the topic of men fighting other people for their woman. I feel like, like speaking as a woman, obviously, I feel mm. like it is important to feel protected mm-hmm. in your relationship by your man. Yep. So I was getting there next too. Or woman. Right. You know, whatever. We're talking about that too. But I feel like it's unfair to assume that your significant other can fight because mm-hmm. truth of the matter is... Everybody can't fight. We just don't know. Yeah, like, <laughs> or they could they could be a fighter. It's just the person they fought was a better fighter. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So <laughs> it's like I would I would never want you to fight anyone for me because hell, you don't know what you're fighting until you get into the fight. And you better be ready to roll by any means <laughs> necessary when it comes down to it. You better try to win by hook or by crook. But nobody should be fighting. <laughs> they made me think really. of something. You shouldn't put people in danger unless you know for sure your significant other can handle themselves accordingly. Now, I thought about this just then when you said it. I don't know if y'all are familiar with Friday After Next, but <laughs> it was a scene in Friday After Next where Miss Pearlie came to collect rent money from Craig and Day Day. <laughs> When Miss Pearlie came and knock on the door, she said, you two motherfuckers has been ducking and dodging me for at least two weeks now. It's time for you motherfuckers to kick in. And Craig and Day, they looked at Miss Pearlie and they said, why you come up here with that old wolf? You know what he said after that. You know, he went on and on and on. And she said, I'm going to evict you. And then Craig and Day-Day said, you don't even own it. You just the manager. And she said, I'm going to manage to evict you two skinny punk motherfuckers if you don't have my rent money. Craig and Day-Day looked at Miss Pearlie 
And then they said, you need to have an army. And she said, I don't need an army, Mr. Smartass. My son, Damon, home right now. Now, unless <laughs> your husband is Damon, because as soon as she said Damon, Craig and Day Day got nervous because they know who Damon is. And at the end of that sentence, Miss Pearlie let them know either somebody's going to have my rent money today or somebody's getting a salad toast tonight. <laughs> Oh, I can't stand you. Boy, I love Friday. I love all the Fridays. But anyway, to make a long story less long, Damon, it needs to be your husband if you're going to put him in harm's way. I have a Damon inside of me. Not like that. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> I have Damon like in my heart. Like I'm small, but I feel like Damon in my heart. Okay. That's all, I'm, that's all I'm trying to say. Okay. Now, the last thing that we're going to talk about on Chill, let's talk on the podcast, is we had a peacock infestation in our neighborhood as well. It's not an infestation. It's just one peacock. It's His one name peacock. is Pierre. His name is Pierre. Pierre the peacock. Um, We do have a neighborhood peacock. Um, this is our pet now. He's not our damn pet. So, the other last week, Blake and I got home, and Blake goes outside every day after daycare. So, we had gotten home. We were getting ready to go outside and play. And all of a sudden, I look across the street, and I was like, hmm, that looks a lot like a peacock. It was a peacock. <laughs> and. You ran. I didn't run. You ran. I know it was like a slow backup. Okay. You ran. And so I was like, huh, that's strange. And so he was walking down the street, but then he looked back and we made eye contact. <laughs> and I think he was like, hmm, let's go play. So he walks over into our yard and I was standing there holding Blake and he keeps walking towards us. And I was like, oh shit, Blake. <laughs> <laughs> we need to go. So did you run house. yet? Because the peacock, he wasn't running to us, but he he was he was walking at a fast pace, and I was like, okay, what's going on? So he walked up to the porch, and I was standing on the porch, and then he took one step up on the porch, and so that's when we went into the house. So we can see straight through our um, door of our house, and so. The peacock was looking at us in the house, and we were looking at the peacock, and Blake was scared, and he just hung out on our porch for, I don't know, 30 minutes, and then he left. Or he left when you got home. You saw right. him on the porch, right? Yep. I left the garage up, and then he ran off. Yeah. We kind of trotted off. He didn't run. So the next morning, I was walking from home, working from home. Walking from home. Walking from home. <laughs> working from home. It's a nasty walk. And when I'm at home, I usually let the blinds up and, you know, our back door has blinds. So I let it up so that I could just see out in our backyard or whatever. And, and guess who was there? My boy, Pierre. And Pierre done brought his ass back and is looking at in the house. And so I walk over there and he just he was looking out in the house. And I was like, this peacock wants to come inside and play 
And so he just hung out on my dick for like an hour that day. And my so man. I haven't seen Pierre since. Um but, but he is still here because we hear him every we day. We hear Pierre every day. Pierre makes a loud noise to let everybody in the neighborhood know that he's lurking and, and so he's twerking. He actually annoys the neighbors' dogs. Yes, he like does. during the day and at night. And um, so I wrote in the group, the, the neighborhood Facebook group. Here we go. And I was like, hey, who does the neighborhood dog belong to? Or does, I mean, Peacock belong to? Or does it belong to anybody? Because he's, you know, setting off the dogs, which is setting off my baby. And it, it's, it's too much. And basically, the Peacock belongs to a house about four or five houses down from us. It's their pet. And this one lady wrote in there explaining that he was, you know, peacocks are free range birds and how much she liked him because, you know, he eats the rodents and he's perfect for the neighborhood. So we so, have a pet peacock named we Pierre. Got a, we got a neighborhood peacock named Pierre. Which brings India to want a pet for real. India and Blake want a pet. They want a pet dog. Oh, good. I thought y'all wanted a pet dog. I did want a dog, but I would have to take care of Blake and dog. And it's that's a lot. Well, there you have it. And that wraps it up. Now, let's get into my favorite segment of the pod. Now, unqualified advice from B-Love and B-Love's relationship. I got the keys, the keys, the keys. This week, B-Love's Relationship is brought to you in part by the great flavor of Red Bull. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to this point. This is the point of the podcast I really wanted to be first because, man, do I have a fantastic story to tell. My relationship is for fellas. And here it is, and then I'll tell you the story. Fellas, stop being insecure when you are around other confident <laughs> males, there's no use. Or other married males. Or other married males, but he didn't know that. <laughs> there's no use to be insecure around confident people. What you should try to do is match their confidence or find your own self-esteem. Here's the story. Indy and I went to that fantastic wedding, which was amazing. We said that already. While we were at the wedding, we went to the reception. We, uh, one of our friends was, was there. She told me don't say her name, so I'm going to call this friend Lisa. Lisa was there with a date. We saw Lisa, and she ran up to the, hey, guys. And we were happy to see one another. We began to talk to Lisa. Lisa was a little bit tipsy, and <laughs> she looked back, and she said, I lost the group of people who I was with. And I was like, it's all good. You can chill with us. So at this point, all of a sudden, one of the guys who Lisa was with walks up to her and kind of pulls her away. So I was like, whoa, that was aggressive. That was the first thing. But come to find out that what it, it wasn't even her date. So we get who was ready. He? He was, he was, was he her date's, date's cousin. cousin. Okay. We get ready to go into the reception hall from cocktail hour. And while entering the reception hall, we all picked seats. Lisa, like I said, had a few drinks, and now she has to go use the restroom. At this point, her date 
is still nowhere to be found. So listen to me. We've been to the cocktail hour, and now we're going to the reception hall. It's me, India, Chris, Cam, and Sydney, and Lisa. We all get in the reception hall, and the fellas went to the bar to buy our ladies something to drink. Lisa is still at the restroom at this point. While at the bar, I ordered India old-fashioned. I ordered myself a Coca-Cola Classic because they didn't have Red Bull, but that's okay. Coke is fine. While I ordered my Coke, all of a sudden, I see Lisa. Well, I hear because she grabbed me, and I said, oh, shit, do you want a drink? I just ordered India a drink. What I didn't notice is the guy behind her. He looked at me in my face and said, hey, man, chill. They're praying. I'm like, all right, cool. But I was kind of whispering, talking to Lisa. So I want you to kind of chill. But he touched me. But I didn't mind that because it was at a beautiful wedding and <laughs> they were praying. So I said, all right, cool. I'm just going to wait. After they got done praying, I resumed my conversation and said, are you good? Do you want a drink? And he kind of looked at me like, dude, I just told you to chill. And I'm looking at him like, what's the big deal? So then I get my beverages and I walk back to my seat. Lisa didn't get the drink, by the way. Um, I walk back to the seat. Here is the kicker. It gets great right here. India seated to my left. I'm in the middle. Lisa was seated to, seated to my right. And it was an open seat to Lisa's right. This point, I sit down between India and Lisa. I'm sitting down, giving India her drink. And all of a sudden, I feel somebody put two hands on my shoulder and say to me, excuse me, my man, I think you're in my seat. At that point, I the, said, what look, the, fuck you say? the look on everybody's face, all of my friends' face that were at the table, you would have thought somebody had just robbed me for my money. That's why I love my friends. All of them. Must have looked at this dude like they wanted to jump out of the chair and say something to him. But you know what I did, ladies and gentlemen? I just shook my head, laughed, and looked down. Because had I looked up, had I turned around, it was going to be a problem like Damon from Friday after next. But I didn't. But Sydney and India, boy, when they get together, it's like two chihuahuas. Get off the leash. They were ready to go. I was hot. I was hot. Cause I was, I, I was really like, who the fuck he talking to? And then he yeah. had, he, he touched me though. I was like, dude, I like, don't, don't touch. I, I don't even like massages. So for him putting his hands on my shoulder, it just felt a certain type of weight. But then he, like, and he said, oh, my bad. This my seat. Then So he went and sat by Lisa. So all right, all right, dude. But the whole time he was just, he was just kind of looking at me funny. And I just I, didn't understand. I, I Does he think you want to talk to Lauren? I'm sorry, Lisa. Thanks, India. We might as well keep it going now. <laughs> sorry. So. <laughs> Anyways, I so, did say, does he think you want to talk to her? And, and he I was, was like, like, I don't know. I, I was so confused by what was going on because I, I didn't know this guy. This is my first time in my life seeing him. If he was, if he were to walk into my home right now, I wouldn't know who he was. So I was like, man, I'm going to live and let live. You know, he didn't do anything, no harm, no foul. He touched me. 
I didn't like that, that but it was, wasn't was aggressive. Foul. It wasn't aggressive, but it was just like, hey, are you in the seat? Ha <laughs> ha. Like, nah, dude, you get the hell on. Anyway, he sat there for a little while, and then guess what? It hit him. India was my wife. <laughs> he sat there probably for about five minutes, and he saw India and I interact interacting, and he was like, <gasps> I, I saw the look on his face because he kept looking at me. He got up and left the table, you guys. And never. Nah, you missed a step. My bad. What happened? He looked over at Lisa. Oh, and he did. Said, are they married? He looked right at Lisa. <laughs> and said, are they married? She was like, yeah. And then he got up and said, oh, man, I feel so bad. And left the table and never came back. But instead of apologizing like a grown ass, real ass man, he left. He left. And we didn't see him the rest of the Listen night. Listen to what I say. He left the table and never came back. He left his date at the table and never came back. This goes to show, ladies and gentlemen, how insecure the male, how sorry, how fragile the male ego is. Had I been the type of person that wanted some ruckus, ruckus, I'm sorry, I could have got up out of my chair and we could have got it popping. But I didn't do that because those were my friends getting married. And that's not even my type of that's not even my style. I let him have it. I knew what I knew what the vibes were. He didn't know what the vibes were. So you guess were good, what he wholesome did? Man. Guess what he did? In the words of a great man, he played himself. <laughs> and now he doesn't have a date. And now he's out here looking stupid in front of people he didn't know. So the moral of the story is leave your ego at home and grab some confidence. Get you a nice tailor fit blue suit. And then that you have to worry about that. Macho male energy is tired and weak and annoying as hell. Like we don't it. care. Yeah, I love it. We don't it. care. I loved every bit of it. Boy, I was laughing so hard at him. He made himself look foolish. So like I said, the moral of the story is get you some confidence and drop your ego. Hit it! Let her upgrade you. What would India do? You weren't ready. Ho! W-W-I-D. What would India do? Kick it! All right, guys. I tried to say it's Have slow. another story. Okay, so I'm going to get right to it. I'm a male fitness model. Ooh. I'm not anything special, but good enough to pay the bills and provide some disposable income on top of my day job. I met my wife at the gym out of college. I'm a software engineer, and the gym is my life outside of work. My wife had a hot body, was cute as hell, and our personalities clicked. She was a kind person, and I couldn't have asked for more at the time. We dated two years and were, were engaged for a full year before we married. We lived together during the engagement, and I thought I knew her. After we got married, she put on a bit of weight during the honeymoon and first few months. I did as well. I worked this weight off and got back to my normal routine afterwards. She did not. 
the beautiful fit woman I loved decided to spend her days on the couch eating nonstop. Mm -mm. I love this woman with all my heart. As she gained the weight, I lied and told her that I didn't mind too much, but I did tell her that I was concerned and asked her why she had lost her passion for health and fitness. She has been full of excuses and refuses to accept any responsibility. Anyway, over the next two years, the problem was overshadowed by stress at work and life and wasn't really addressed. Now, my wife is almost 250 pounds and at 5'4", is now obese. I have lost all attraction to her and I just can't bring myself to really tell her this brutally. She has obviously noticed the change in our sex life and has cried in my arms saying how she loves me and is ashamed of what happened. Being the sap that I am, I comforted her and basically lied to her face, telling her that I still love her and can see past it. The problem is that I can't. This all blew up when she said she wanted to try for kids. I hesitated for a second too long and she burst into tears. She said that she feels like I will divorce her any day now and my hesitation is not in this issue is proof. This really made me reflect on the issue and has been eating me daily since. For the past year, I have really started to blossom in the gym. A decade of consistent effort has shown and I've been starting to get more gigs for modeling. The worst side effect is attention from females. With my dead sex life, this is starting mm -mm. to drive me insane. It mean about I the chief. I have remained faithful to date, but yeah, I am right. starting to recognize myself and my urges, just how easy it would be. At this point, what I want most is a divorce. The problem mm. is that through these problems, I still love my wife enough to say no to over a dozen women younger than me who are more than willing. I feel that letting this get to the, this point is my fault. I feel like I'm trapped. I feel like I cannot continue in what I see as a dead-end marriage. Cutting this off and hurting the woman I love will crush me to my soul and likely her as well. She is dependent on me and this will turn her life upside down. I will likely be made to pay alimony as well, which I am not opposed to. What I am seeking is advice from, from well, if you have been in this situation. Um, I'm thin. Hmm. And then he says, my wife is now obese. I'm not. I want out. I can't get past how much this would crush her. What do I do? Okay, so first of all, I'm going to say don't be so long-winded. Well, I'm going to say that this is his fault. Oh, come on, India. No, indeed. Yes, it, it's not his fault. That he, oh my god! Come on now. At some point, men have to be men and start speaking up for themselves. This is the reason why people get divorced because they don't know how to speak out their issues and they hold shit to themselves. Right. I agree with when that. she asked him what the problem was, he should have fucking told her that he felt like she was too big and that that wasn't the person that he married and that he wanted her to straight up lose weight. It would have right. hurt her feelings in that moment, but in that moment, but she would have realized the severity of the issue. And then she would know that, you know, huh, my relationship could possibly end because this isn't the woman that he married. And now he's concerned about my health and I've gained all this weight. Stop lying in relationships trying to protect people's feelings like that's the issue people have communication issues they don't know how to say what's honest part of growth in relationships is being honest with each other and being able to have the tough conversations this would be a tough conversation but it should have been had when he realized that it was an issue that's facts 
But, so, like I said, it's not his fault that she gained the weight. But how he's feeling now, yeah. two years later, he let it get is to head. 100% his fault. Now, I agree with that. But she also, Indy, has a mirror. She could. She saw the change. She, she's 5'4", 250. You know what that is? That's a fire hydrant. That's a Mini Cooper. We're not talking about her weight. We're not talking about her weight because it may not be an issue for her. She she may be very comfortable right now. Sex? She may she may be very complacent. She may not be getting sex, and that may be okay with her. She got two fingers and probably ten vibrators. Oh Lord, how mercy now, is this? Like, what it's coming to? Like her not getting? Yes, it makes you feel some type of way if your husband doesn't want to have sex with you. Yes, exactly. However, he's still not being honest in his feelings. Why are you letting me cry on your shoulder instead of just being upfront and honest with me? Tell me how you feel. He doesn't want to hurt her feelings that's because what I'm he saying. knows that she's going that's through a lot. That's what I'm saying. That's bullshit. That's wrong. And he's dead it's wrong bullshit. with that. But what he should try to do is probably just help her out. Get her a trainer or something. Get, he's a trainer. Well, he needs to train her. <laughs> Maybe she doesn't want to be well, trained no, by that's him. that's what I'm saying. Like, she, she doesn't want to be trained right now. Or, you know, whatever the case is, he is a trainer. She's right. not getting trained by him. Instead of letting it get to this point and him automatically automatically filing for divorce, which yeah. obviously people our age have high as hell divorce rate anyway because any little issue, they're like, I want out. Go talk to somebody. Go talk to a counselor. Get somebody to help both of y'all realize where things went wrong. Don't just be like, I want to divorce my wife because she turned fat in two years. And she, you ain't even told her that you want to divorce her because she's she got big. You yes. don't even know the root of her issues. My man out here seeing all these Instagram models. He out here still keeping himself up. Men really make me sick. Like, <laughs> the lack of communication that men have and, like, their inability to speak how they feel is disgusting. And the reason why I'm going in right now is because I have so many friends who have dated guys who just stopped talking to them because they were too much of a pussy to say how they really felt. It's ridiculous. Goodness, India. I'm done. Passionate. That just irritates me. Like, don't just divorce. My wife is fat. (laughs) Divorce. But you just can't. I don't like how you are all just putting the 100% blame on him. I don't like that. I do feel like, you know. Come on now. She has to take some accountability for herself. The thing is, men are very visual. Okay, we are. And he fell in love with that visual. He did. Fit. Small. That's what he fell in love with. Right. So that change has obviously been a struggle for him. However, okay, you go through changes in relationships. There's just so happened to be that she gained a person. My only <laughs> issue with this entire thing is, well, I have a couple, but one of the biggest ones, he kept himself up. He maintained himself for not only that's his her, job, but not only her, but for his career. Now, if he's doing all of these things 
for her and his career, then he shows some sort of dedication and some sort of will to be able to go out here and maintain himself while she is not. That's why I don't understand why you are placing the majority of the blame on him for not exp expressing the way he felt clearly enough to her. I'm not going to put the reason for him wanting to get a divorce solely on her. I'm not going to do it. People have issues with weight. People struggle with weight. You're right. And I'm not saying that and it's solely on her. He but he should have said something the moment he realized it was an issue for him. Maybe. Why would you wait two would... whole years to realize that you don't want to be with her anymore because she has gained all this weight? You knew she was gaining weight. It's a process. You don't gain exactly. an extra she 100 pounds knew. overnight. She it was also a knew, though. She, uh, but it wasn't an issue for her. She was fine. Anybody that gains 100 plus pounds is definitely an issue. Nobody there, wants to sit up here and gain. There are people who are happy with their weight, happy with their size, and comfortable in being a bigger person. Listen. That's just, that. that's the facts. I do I'm like not, my girl's BBW. Huh, you better ask about me. So if she she got comfortable, she got complacent, fine, whatever. That gas that gradual weight gain over, you know, those years obviously wasn't an issue right. to her. I don't know, Andy. It's, it's kind of tough for me to place that blame on because my guy. Because you're a man. That's why. That's because no, you're a man. No, because I know if I'm out here visual. going to the gym, I'm working my butt off, trying to stay nice, tight, and right for you when you, you get home. You ain't doing it for me, though. So we, I can look good naked? You're not doing it for me. You're doing, doing it for yourself. Good naked. You're not, that, that's, the, that, that's the difference between men and women. Okay. Women are going to work out and get fit for themselves. No, oh, that's a lie. We're going to talk, that's a lie. Me, I'm not mm -mm. doing it. Barry, if I'm go if I get when when I get back in the gym to get fit how I once was, just know I'm 100% not doing it for you. I know it's not it for me. Myself. I know who it's it for. Myself. Okay, we'll talk about it at the live show. Men mm. want compliments. They want people to notice their bodies. Men want compliments. Then we just talk about oh, I eat your last week. Oh God! All right, Barry, that's gonna conclude. Think about this all the macho men you see in the gym. What are they doing? They're flexing. They're being extra as hell. They're making real. all these unnecessary grunting noises. They are doing the absolute most. And it's because they want attention. How many women do you see in the gym like that on a regular basis? When I go to the gym, I'm not looking at men. Period. Ah, oh, Barry, come on now. You're not looking at men, but but you have noticed a yeah, man or two know. in the gym and you're like, holding what the fuck this, they being so extra? Right. Like holding his shirt up in the mirror, you know what I mean? Exactly, I exactly. But, but women also are not only working out for themselves and we're going to leave it at that and we're going to put a bow on these topics. But just to do a quick recap, beloved relationship was... Men pick up confidence and drop the ego. And what would India do? You need to go to counseling. But you know what? And then this is another point that I thought about. Because obviously, I feel like there's an underlying issue 
with, you know, when things get bad, you want to leave. Okay. So if you do divorce your wife mm-hmm. and you end up with somebody else or one of the younger women who is so attracted to you because you're a fitness model, there's going to be something else in that person that's going to make you want to leave. That's the thing with marriages in general. Like, how many of my bad habits have I pissed you off enough mm. to make you think that you wanted to leave? On, on a daily basis or on a monthly basis or what you want? Let's shut up. Okay. But. It's only really one big That one. happens in marriage. Right. So, this won't be like a fix to your problem. It just means you won't have to look at her anymore. But you're going to end up with somebody else and they're still going to have an issue that's going to make you want to leave. Are you going to be able to stick with it or are you going to want to divorce then? I mean, everybody has their issues, but if he feels unattracted to his own wife. Bear, I could say how you tried to get in the bed last night with your grass shirt on was unattractive. And I can say your dirty legs every night are unattractive. Exactly. That's what it's but easy to become like in you marriages, can't get enough of this fall. funky stuff. I'm telling you. Child, I have had enough. Mm, so they all cool. say until I, I put don't it want on. No more. Your cup running it's over, be love. You hear what I'm saying? Run it over down the drain. Call this a wishing well. You wish you had more of this well. The you see what I'm well saying? The wishing well is dry. Huh. The water evaporated. Ain't no water evaporating, but people are player hating. My water falling. You like rain water. It's anyway, India. Tell the people where they can find you. <laughs> India.Marie on Instagram, shop Indie Boutique on Instagram, shop IndieBoutique.com. You can find me at BLove1911 on all social platforms. Please be sure to also follow She and I Podcast on Instagram and on Facebook. Leave us a message, like, share, subscribe. The biggest thing that we need everybody to continue to do is share the podcast. We will continue to grow our community if we share the word. So please be sure to share the podcast. And also the live show. India is working on spacing right now. We may have a few tickets available. We will let y'all know next week. Definitely let you guys know. It'll be a hell of a time. It's going to be fun. It's going to be real. And this has been She, 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 I, 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 I